Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to another edition of Prayer International Radio. I am your host, Sean Holmberg, along with Christopher Herzog, who will be joining us in a little bit. Um, I wanted to start this broadcast off and just let you all know I am in the process of moving. I just moved into a house um, that me and my wife are renting, and the Internet won't be cut on until tomorrow, so I'm using the Internet off my phone. So I'm not exactly sure how well this is going to go tonight or so if there's any delays or anything like that, um, I apologize ahead of time. Um, so let's start off with prayer. Father God, Holy Spirit, thank you, Jesus. Father, we come to you on behalf of the nations. Father, on behalf of the men and women and children who are listening tonight, and on behalf of those who may listen to archive broadcasts, Father, we know that you are the one true God. We know that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins. Father, we humbly breathe, asking that you would use us, Father. Lord, that you would make us instruments of righteousness, Father. Make us vessels that your Holy Spirit could dwell in. Father, draw us close to you, Lord, and reveal yourself to us, Lord, in all your fullness. Father, remove our stony hearts and give us new hearts within us. Father, remove any blinders from our eyes that would prevent us from seeing you. Remove any obstacles in our lives that would prevent us from coming close to you. Father, we come that you are and that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Father, you said that the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man of And our main prayer tonight, Father, is just to know you. Father, it's just that we can press into your presence, that we can experience your presence and we can experience your glory. Father, that we may know what intimacy with you is like. Father, you said to Moses, as a man speaks face to face, Father, and we desire that kind of a relationship with you. Father, Moses stood on the mountain and he said, God, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I might know you. And so, Father, we come asking that we may know you, Lord. Father, we lay aside every expectation. Father, we lay aside everything and take all our cares and all our worries, Father, and we lay them down at the feet of your Son, Jesus. Jesus, we ask that you would be glorified tonight. Father, that your name would be exalted tonight. Holy Spirit, we come asking for your presence, asking for your fire, asking for your revelation. 
that you would feel comfortable here, that our lives would become a dwelling place for you. Because we are hungry, Father, for your presence. Father, hungry for your presence in this earth, Father. We're hungry for your presence in our cities and in our neighborhoods, Father, in our country and in our world, Lord. And so, Father, we lift up it all to you, Lord. Father, and we ask that you would be glorified through your Son, Jesus Christ, tonight. Fight the woman with the issue of blood. We press in. We press in. Like the blind Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. So, I'm not sure what it actually takes tonight. You know what? Let's start off and pray. We've seen a couple testimonies about people being healed through this broadcast. And I wanted to that not because of me and Chris. Nothing to do with us. But it's because of the blood of Jesus. It says that by his stripes we are healed. 
The Bible declares if two or more of us would gather together in his name, that he is there in the midst. You know, I was talking to Chris earlier today, and the word that I got for him and for this season, not just in our lives and in the in this ministry and but for everybody is to let your actions match your faith. You know, it's easy to talk about having faith. It's easy to talk about believing in things. But there comes a point when those things we say we believe we need to act upon. We talk all the time about believing that God but sometimes it's a matter of activating that through our obedience to lay hands on the sick, to pray for people. And, you know, it, it's true. Not every single person that you pray for will get healed. And there's a lot of different reasons for that. You know, the disciples were praying for a man once who was demon-possessed, and they cut it out. And they brought him to Jesus, and the Lord Jesus cast this, the demon out, and they asked why they couldn't do it. And he said, you know, this kind comes out only by prayer and fasting. And so there's different things that, how do I put it? You know, we're vessels for the Holy Spirit, and we're conduits for his presence. And we have to guard our hearts and guard our minds so that there's nothing going through them except for him and except for his word. And and even then, there's things that we will never know because we don't have the mind of the Father. I mean, the relation of the heart of the mind of the Father through the Holy Spirit but the Bible declares that his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so, you know, if someone doesn't get healed the first time you pray for him, don't give up. I mean, the Bible says don't cast away your confidence for you'll need it to run the race. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, Jesus gave a parable about how if a man goes to his neighbor's house asking for bread, he he normally won't go down and unlock the door, but if he keeps banging on the door, the man will will come down and answer it. And, you know, sometimes Jesus said, this seeking you will find knocking, the door will be opened, but sometimes it's not just knocking once. Sometimes it's a process of knocking, it's of interceding before the Father on behalf of a person. And, you know, not everything is quick. Sometimes it is. I mean, sometimes you pray for people and they get healed right then. Sometimes there's a gradual process that goes on of healing. And you never and we don't always know the background situations. We don't always know if there's spiritual things going on, emotional things going on. You know, maybe there's a couple different things the Lord has has to heal and maybe there's a progression or an order to the way that the Lord does things. Um and so sometimes we may we may pray for someone to be healed and we want them to be healed instantly and immediately and the Lord can do that but you know there's also times when he may have something else he wants to do beforehand in their lives that we may not be I mean he may want to have some kind of emotional healing 
take place in their heart to receive the physical healing. And so I just want to let you know that, I mean, if you pray for someone and you don't see immediate results, that doesn't mean that there's not results. It means that in the physical realm, you may not see the fulfillment of the Word of God, but that does not mean there's not something and some kind of progress happening in the spiritual realm that you're not aware of. And so, you know, trusting God and having faith in God means having faith in those things that you don't see. It says now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Our evidence is our belief in the Word of God and knowing that He is a God who cannot lie and knowing that we have his promises through him and those are those promises that we have from the father are the evidence of things not seen where we can trust and stand upon his word and that his word is true regardless of what our situation may say you know just because someone is sick doesn't mean you deny that they're sick you accept and you state the truth about what the current situation is but at the same time the current situation is also is over is overridden by the word of god and so though someone is sick the word of god declares that they'll be healed and so we take our we take a stand of faith trusting in the word of god regardless of what the situations may say the biggest part of faith is obedience and not obedience as far as, like, fulfilling the law or doing this and that. Sometimes obedience is just as simple as saying, yes, Lord, I'll do this. Or if the Father says, you know what, you need to go over here and talk to this person. Or you need to go pray for this person. You know, sometimes you're just walking through through a mall, and you see someone who needs – and someone who's like, has a cast on their leg. Or someone who you just know there's something that they need, they need prayer for. And, you know, it would be really easy to walk up to them and ask them to pray for them. But a lot of times we let our pride and we let our fear say of us actually stepping out and taking a step of faith. You know, it's when you cross over that boundary of the step of faith and you lay aside all your expectations and all your fears and all your worries and you just take a step of obedience where Jesus said, lay hands on the sick and you will recover and they will recover. And realizing that it's not us, it is the healing. I mean, I've I said this before. Healing power in my hands or in Chris's hands. Um, the the power and the anointing for healing comes from Jesus and it comes through the Holy Spirit. And we're just conduits who stand in agreement and act as an intercessor, an intercessor for those people and the Holy Spirit to use us to manifest Jesus in their lives and to manifest the Word of God into their lives. And that's where you see the miracles happen. It's not just when you think about wanting to do something or you think about praying for someone. It's when you actually take that step of faith and pray for them. And, you know, the same thing, even if you can't lay your hands on someone, then you may not you may have to lay your hands on someone, but you can still speak it out through faith. And, you know, sometimes our words are just as powerful because the Bible says our words are living. And in the spiritual realm, and I think we may have audio, so I'm going to put a song on and I will be right back.
whether whatever it is, you know, the Lord loves us. And, you know, no matter how simple it may seem to you, it's you're always welcome in front of the Father. And every even the smallest smallest issues are big to him because he cares so much about us. And so I want you to take one of your hands, and it doesn't matter which one. Um, there's not really much of a formula to this. Um, and just place it over whatever part of your body that needs healing. And then we're going to come and just trust God. Um, Father, right now, Lord, I come to you. Father, not because I have any healing power or any healing ability, Father. Father, but because your word declares it. Father, because we come have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Father, we ask right now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father, in the name of Jesus, which you said is above every name, Father, now, in the name of Jesus, right now, Father, release healing into their lives, Father, release healing into their bodies, right now, Holy Spirit, Right now, Holy Spirit, completely and totally healed, completely and totally set free. Satan, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We rebuke you and command you to leave. We command you to flee right now in the name of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus is against you. You have no right and no authority to touch the child of God. Father, we ask in your name, Father, for complete and total restoration over every muscle, over every bone, over every organ, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. Lord, we come rejoicing, Father, that you are faithful and true, Lord, that you are faithful and true, Father. Thank you, Jesus, Father, from everlasting to everlasting, Father. You are faithful and true, Lord, and there is none like you. There is none like you in all of heaven and earth, Father. Father, be glorified in our midst. Father, be glorified. Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit, for confirming the word which you set out and you sent out before the foundation of the world when you declared that Jesus Christ was the risen king, when you declared that he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world, when you gave him the name that is above every name. Father, if there's anybody in the audience listening, Father, who needs a touch from you, Father, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would anoint them with fire. Father, that you would anoint them and fill their hearts with fire. Father, with a burning passion and a burning desire to come before you, Lord. Father, we intercede on behalf of the nations, Father. Father, you said ask and you would give us the nations as an inheritance, Lord. Father, so we come boldly before the throne of grace, Lord, asking for grace and mercy in a time of need, Father. Jesus, that your deliverance would come to this earth, Father, to every city, to every town, Father, to every village, Lord, from one side of this globe to the other, Father, send your rain, send your fire upon this earth, Lord, 
Father, that you would stir and burn the hearts of Christians, the hearts of men and women and children, Father. Lord, your word declares that in the end times, Father, that you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh. You said that your sons and daughters would prophesy. So, Father, we ask that you would raise up the Elijah generation, Father, that you would raise up the David generation whose heart is set to seek you, Father, whose heart is not set for their own glory, Father. Father, that you would raise up men and women of God who are consumed in their passion, Lord, to come before you, Father. Father, that you would raise up generations who will be unified with the simple goal of glorifying your son, Jesus. Father, be glorified in our lives. Father, be glorified in our churches. Father, be glorified in our jobs. Father, use us, take us, mold us, shape us. Make us into your image, Father. Take us into the, make us and form us into the image of your son, Jesus. Father, remove every spirit of doubt, Father. Remove every ounce of fear, Lord. Father, there's a scripture where a man came before you and you said anything is possible for him who believes. And he said, Lord, help my unbelief. Father, so we ask, Lord, that you would help our unbelief. Father, reveal to us your heart tonight. Reveal to us your heart and your desires, Lord. Let us know your mind and your thoughts, Father. Let us have one heart with you, Lord. Father, be glorified. Scripture, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty and is and is to come. So we declare, holy, holy, holy are you, God. Holy, holy, holy are you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Again, this is Prayer International Radio. Our calling number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for something, give us a call. If not, you can jump in our chat room. If you need immediate prayer and you can't make it to the telephone, just email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. We're experiencing weird technical issues tonight, and so I was going to put some worship on, but I don't even know if I can get it to play. But you know what? It's completely okay. Um, The Father is awesome. 
okay, well, I guess we're not going to have auto tonight. Um, so, you know, um, it's funny, me and Chris were talking today about this ministry and about forming a 24-hour prayer watch. And, you know, there's there's lots of 24-hour prayer watches out there. Um, and I'm not sure if Chris has, how many times Chris has shared, if, if ever, but our original desire was to have a 24-hour prayer room online where men and women from all over the world could come online and receive immediate prayer and be a blessing to each other, where it wasn't about me and Chris, but it was about the church. It was about the body. Because, you know, the Word of God declares that we're all members of the same body. It's not that there's one person who has a better position than another, and there's not one Christian out there who's more anointed than the other. It's the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the the dead that dwells in each and every member of the body of Christ who's willing to believe in him and who's willing to trust him. And so, you know, we all have different callings and we have different functions in the body of Christ. You know, some are eyes and some are feet and some are hands. And so one of our desires is to restore the body of Christ and to raise up generations of people and who will come to the Father not for their own glory and not for their own ministry, you know, because um, we don't even consider this necessarily a ministry. It's just us being obedient to the Lord. And as many people who feel led to join us, we are pretty much open doors um, as far as, like, the whole theme of prayer international goes. Um, but we we want to see people pray. We want to see men and women come back to the Father. We want to see those who have fallen away from him come back to him. We want to see miracles, and we want to see restorations. You know, we prayed the other night for someone who was in prison, and the Lord's healing them and delivering them and redeeming the times in their lives. And, you know, sometimes it takes, for the Father, sometimes it takes putting us in positions we don't want to be in so that he can, he can get our attention. Because we sometimes let so many things build up that we put things in front of him without necessarily realizing that we're doing it. And, you know, we don't, in the in the modern times, and I hope I don't really offend anybody by this, but, you know, we don't really need to make ourselves golden calves or to make a, a bronze image to be our idol like they did in the Old Testament because we create our own idols in our everyday lives quite easily and without necessarily even realizing it. You know, idolatry is... And as far as I believe, is pretty much anything that we put in front of him, anything that we put above him. And 
for the modern church, it's that sometimes that becomes pretty much everything. We put our jobs and our work and our we put everything in ahead of him. And you know, sometimes it's just our expectations that we have a thought process that tells us how things are supposed to be and how our life is lives are supposed to be and we paint this picture in our heads of what we expect to happen and what order we expect it to happen in. But you know, it's not always like that. You know, sometimes the Bible says that a man will plan his ways, but the Lord will direct his steps. And it also declares that the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. And what that means is we can plan all we want, but he's in control. And he leads us, and sometimes he has, if you, if you ever watch a shepherd with their sheep, sometimes if there's a sheep who continually goes astray, the shepherd will have to literally pick the sheep up and carry them back to the fold. And, you know, but the Lord is always gracious, and he's always loving, and he's always very merciful, and he's always, and most of the time he's very gentle. And, you know, there's times he'll put us in situations Gently, just so he can get our attention, just so he can get us back to being in the place that he can work in our lives and he can open our hearts back up to him. And, you know, there's always people you're going to run into who maybe not, don't necessarily believe just like you believe. You know, we dealt with this some last night. Every time. For the last um, couple weeks, me and Chris have broken off the program off and on, and sometimes he takes a break, sometimes I do. And but we always get these crazy callers, it seems, and I'm always I'm never there when the crazy people call in, and I don't mean crazy in a disrespectful way, but just like out of the blue calls. And you know, people are going to get offended. You know, Chris said something last night about how. The Old Testament, there was a law, and the Bible says that the law brought death because no man could fulfill the law. And now we're not under the law of, we're not under the under the spirit of that law, but we're now under the law of the spirit, and we're under salvation, and we're under redemption through Christ Jesus, which means that our salvation, our righteousness is not through our own works, but it's through him is through the blood of Jesus. And, you know, but there's still a law, but it's a different law. Now it's a law of not grieving the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus said to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and body, and love your neighbor yourself, and that's the fulfillment of the law. And it's because if you do those two, then it's it's literally impossible to commit any of the other sins. And it's not that we have to strive to not sin. We have to strive to be in his presence. And we have to strive to be in the word of God. Because when you're in his presence, you can't sin in the presence of God. And you won't sin if you're in his presence. So if you have any areas of your life you're struggling with, the best thing you can do is get in the presence of God. The absolute best thing you can do is spend time in his presence and let his presence change you from the inside out. Because you can't be in the presence of God and not be changed. You know, men and women of God all over the face of the earth 
are exposing the people in this world to the presence of God without realizing it. Because the Bible declares that we carry about an aroma of Jesus Christ. We carry about the presence of God upon us. You know, it says that Peter was, would walk down the street and his shadow would touch someone and the person would get healed. And Peter wasn't even aware of it. You know, I read a story once about um, an evangelist named Catherine Coleman who would walk through buildings to get to her meetings. And the power of God was so strong on her life that people would be affected all around her without her even knowing about it. And um, if any of y'all out there can hear me, just type something in the chat room so I know my audio hasn't cut off. Um, But anyway, um, the point is it's not the fact that these people had incredible walks with God. It wasn't that they had an amazing anointing that nobody else had. What it was was that they had spent so much time with the Father that his presence was always with them. Because, you know, we, the presence of God is everywhere you go, no matter what. David said, where can I go from your spirit and where can I flee from your presence? But yet we go through our daily lives without the knowledge and without the active knowledge that he is with us at that very moment. And that you can't escape his presence. And if you get it set in your mind that everywhere you go, you are in the presence of God. And, and, you know, there's different levels of the presence of God. I mean, there was times in the Old Testament when the presence of God would come down so strong. And, you know, you may have been in a church service or something where you could just literally, it was like almost a physical, physical, intangible presence of of God you could feel. But, you know, there's times that there's going to be that. There's going to be an especial type of anointing. or But, you know, no matter what you do and where you go, you're with the Father. Because, you know, when you get outside of church and you get outside of the meetings and you get outside of everything else, what's left is you and the Lord. Just to let that sink in. You know, um, right now I'm standing on my patio. And there's nobody out here. (laughs) I'm hosting a broadcast through my cell phone. But nobody's out here. Because everybody's in the house is asleep. But out here it's me and him. Earlier today I drove to the store. And in the car, there was nobody in the car but me and him. And when I was at work earlier today, and I got on the elevator, when nobody got in there, it was me and him. Because the Bible says, where can I go from your spirit, and where can I flee from your presence? He is always there. And so when you go into the malls, and you go into work, and you go to the doctor or wherever it is you go, to the PTA, whether you go to the park, his presence is there with you. And it's that very presence of God that this world needs. Because the gods, the false gods of this world, and the enemy has blinded their eyes 
so they can't see the truth. And they need him just as much as we do, and vice versa. You know, it's ironic. I told Chris once that it wasn't until I had been a Christian for three years or more that I realized how much I needed my own Savior. And I didn't realize how dependent I was upon him. You know, it's great. I could preach to the world. And I could pray for the world, but I didn't realize how much I needed him, how much his presence was something that I couldn't replace. You know, the thing about a relationship with him is you just have to have it. And what I mean is you just got to do it. You just got to spend time with him. You just got to talk to him. If you can't spend two hours alone, find five minutes. Find two minutes. And get into his presence. Invite him for a walk. Invite him for a car ride. Set a a chair up as a dinner table for him. Whatever it takes... For you to remember that he's there And you know When you go out There's no reason Not to pray for the sick Because it's not About your abilities It's about his anointing It's not about Your gifts and talents It's about his Holy Spirit It's not about Your feelings it's about his blood. It doesn't matter necessarily what you think about healing. What matters is what he says about it. And so we trust him to do everything that he said he would do and more. You know, he said, I will do it. He said in Jeremiah 33, 3, call it to me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. Paul said that he will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or even think. The Bible says that no, it has not entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And so... Prayer isn't a mystical thing It's really not It's just trusting him It's just being the vessel That's going to be there When everybody else in the world Is talking about doing stuff You can be the person who does it. You want to know who God wants to use in this earth? It's the people who are willing to do it. It's just those that are willing to stand up before the God of all heaven and earth and say, here I am, use me. 
And then after you say that, you walk out into the streets and you walk into the synagogues and you walk into the churches and you walk into the hospitals and you walk into the marketplaces and you declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Because the Bible says that he is the same, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And while the news may change and doctrines may change, the one thing that will never change is that Jesus Christ is Lord from the foundation of the earth. And it doesn't matter how you see yourself. It matters how he sees you. You know, we spend way too much time as believers reading the Bible and not coming to the revelation about what the Bible says about us. Where it says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is an awesome statement. That we have become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It says in Ephesians, for by grace you are saved through faith. And not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You are living, breathing disciples of the Most High God. The Bible declares that the words of your mouth are living. The Bible declares that if you will go out and preach the Word of God, that the Holy Spirit will be there confirming the Word with signs and wonders. But it's not about us, it's about Him. And the church someday will need to stand up and realize it's not about filling the churches, it's about filling heaven. It's, you know, Jesus spent, from what the Bible says, possibly 10% of his time inside of churches. And the rest of his time, he was either before the Father God or he was out there with humanity. And he was out there with those people who needed him. Because there's still people like that out there. There's still people out there who don't know him. There's still people out there who are hurting and suffering, and they're dying. And even if they're not physically dying, they're dying spiritually, and they're dying emotionally, because no one's had the guts to come tell them that someone died for their sins and that there is a Savior that loves them, regardless of what they could have ever done, that Jesus loves them despite all of that. It's horrible, the fact that we can go to church services and have and go through service after service after service and not hear them talk about Jesus and not hear them ask people if they need to get saved and not pray for the sick. You know, the very fact that we have someone come into a church who's sick whether they're in a wheelchair or whatever else. And the whole body of Christ pretends like they're not there. But in reality, they are. 
And in reality, what's the point? And what are we doing if we're not fulfilling the ministry of Jesus Christ? Because that's our whole purpose. That's our only purpose. While we're here is to be lights that are not hidden. To be cities that are set up upon a hill that give light to the entire world. You know, a man named David Hogan, who does mass crusades and and has amazing ministries down in Mexico, had made a comment once that really stuck with me. And because people would ask him why when he goes to Mexico, there's amazing miracles. People are always healed. You know, Chris said something today when we were talking, and he said, it should get to the point, not that we're surprised when someone gets healed, but that we're surprised when someone doesn't get healed. And, you know, David Hogan said, the problem is here we don't believe. Here we're, we don't have unity. You know, it says, when the, it says on the day of Pentecost, the disciples were gathered together in one place in one accord with one mind, which was Jesus. And when you, set, you take your mind off of your own life and you turn your life over to him, And you believe what it actually says. You know, when I said that we need to have our faith, our actions match our faith, that means if we're going to declare that Jesus Christ is a healer, if we're going to declare that he is Jehovah Rophe, the God who heals, then we need to pray for the sick. If we're going to declare that he is a provider, that he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider, then we need to trust them with our finances. So what if a bill is due next week? Do you think that a week isn't enough for the God of all heaven and earth who took a void, empty nothingness and spoke and created the universe in a brilliant second, took what did not exist and created everything? Is a week too long for him or not enough time for him if we're going to trust the Bible where it says that we and our household should be saved and we're going to believe that then we should be talking to our household about Jesus and submitting ourselves to Jesus and being sensitive to the Holy Spirit so that when you feel something's wrong, you pay attention. Because we don't want to grieve him. And the church has grieved him way too long. The church has gone their own way way too long. Because the church has been too concerned about themselves and not about him. So I think I've rambled long enough, and I've noticed that our good friend Chris Herzog is on the line. Are you there, Chris? Yeah, I am actually. 
How you doing? How you doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you? Doing good, Sean. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I just actually got in the chat room. I was asking everybody how you were doing. I just caught about the last five minutes and uh, five, maybe seven minutes. Yeah, we had some yeah. audio problems, but. Well, um, okay, do you well, want to put a word? Good. So, praise God. Well, um, I was going to put a song on. Um, do you want to? Do you want to put a worship song on for us? Yeah, are you uh, kind of wrapping it up for the night, or what's your thought? Well, um, we'll see. I mean, you're here, and I want to hear what the Holy Spirit's been saying to you. All right. So, um, yeah, let's, let's put a song on and see where the Holy Spirit goes from there. Yeah, that sounds fun. If you want, we'll go ahead and put on some worship. Um, just to let you guys know, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio, and my name is Chris Herzog. I'm here with Sean Holmberg. He's been hosting uh, the broadcast for the last hour or so. And we want to leave you our call-in number if you want to call in at 619-638-8458. And, of course, we're here for you. Uh, Sean will tell you this. We want to be your prayer family. You know, we want to be an extension of God's family uh, to you uh, via prayer and just, you know, hear whatever you need. If you need to call in, talk, counsel, you know, just share your heart. Uh, we want to be that spiritual family for you. And... Um, and I know Sean feels the same way about that. So we just want to continue to let you know that we are here for you. Um, and so, yeah, on that note, I guess we'll go into a time of worship and see what the Holy Spirit has. So, um, Anything else you want to say before we go into a time of worship, Sean? No, I'm good. Let's just get into his presence for a minute. All right. Well, praise God. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick off a song and mute it, and we'll just see what the Lord does. So. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, here we go.
All right, well, praise God, we're back. This is True International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'm picking up the second half of the broadcast, and we had Sean Holmberg uh, sharing his heart tonight, sharing the Word of God as the Holy Spirit was leading him. And tonight, we just want to open up in some prayer and uh, kind of pick up. I notice we got quite a few people in the chat room. We just want to send our, our blessings out to those of you in the chat room tonight. You know, I realize we've got a lot of spiritual family that we're connecting with on Blog Talk Radio, Facebook, of course on our website, which is www.prayerinternational.org. And what I've noticed, uh, every night it seems like we're getting more people uh, that are coming in. It looks like we've got Put Yahweh First, Walk on Water, Patriot Greg, JC Overcomer Ministry, and uh looks like we've got all in the service. Praise God. Hey, listen, I know a few of you guys I've connected with, a few of you uh, women of God and men of God I've connected with via email, or we've had a few of you guys actually get on the broadcast to share your heart. Or we've been in the chat room. But, listen, we want to stay in touch. So if you've actually sent out your email addresses or your ministry information to us, great. If you haven't, feel free to do so. Get in the chat room, post it, or get on the website. Uh, prayerinternational.org or uh, prayerinternational at gmail.com so prayerinternational at gmail.com that's our website uh, email address if you want to reach us that way and give us your info so praise God let's go to a time of prayer let's ask the Lord to bless our time tonight and bless those of you I know there's a lot of radio ministers tonight a lot of people that are listening that are in ministry they're doing blog talk radio or different aspects of ministry. And, you know, I really think it's important. A lot of times it's the intercessors and the ministers and those people that we kind of forget about. Uh, I guess a lot of times people think just because we're in ministry that we've got everything together spiritually and that we don't need prayer or obviously we're ruling and reigning in the, in the things of God in such a way that, you know, we don't have any issues. And that's not always true. You know, we have circumstances and trials and battles and, and you know, things that come at us uh, just like everybody else. In fact, sometimes even more so because we're out on the front lines and because we're doing the Lord's bidding. You know, the, the enemy, uh, he always wants to be, you know, in the middle of the battle. And so, but praise God, the Bible says that we are in a place of victory. We're in a position of victory and that the battle is the Lord's, but he has won the battle. And so I'm here to tell everybody that, hey, you know, the the battle is won. If you read the end of the book, if you read the book of Revelation, let me tell you something. You find out that Jesus is victorious, the devil is a liar and a loser, and that the children of God overcome, enter into the kingdom, and experience the love and the joy of the Lord in the presence and the peace of God. The bottom line is, saints, we win. The bottom line is, if you're on God's team, if God's for you, no one can be against you. And you are more than a conqueror. And you're not just an overcomer. Realize that. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and it's to overcome. But more so than that, it says that you're more than a conqueror. So realize that. God called you to conquer. God called you to take ground. God has called you to obtain the inheritance and the promises of God that he has prepared for you and your family, that he's prepared for you and your ministry, that he's prepared for you and your children, whatever the case is. 
God has, you know, the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above. And so praise God. Well, tonight, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and we will see what the Lord has for us. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, Lord, we just lift up everybody that is uh, in the chat room. Father, everyone that's listening to the Blog Talk radio program or on the website. Father, everyone that's uh, in our listening audience tonight and those that are praying and joining in with us. Father, we lift them up right now. Father, you said there is power in agreement. So, Father, when two or more are gathered together, and we know even in our chat room, Father, we've got more than two, and that your presence is in our midst. And so right now, Father, we know there's no distance with you in prayer, whether we're in person or over video or over radio or in the chat room, that, Father, your spirit is moving tonight by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, you are reaching out to men, women, and children everywhere right now. And, Father, we pray your will be done. Your kingdom come, Lord, just as it is in heaven, Father, we pray, let it be in the earth. Father, we pray, Lord God, for daily bread, Lord, that you would touch and bless the lives of the men and the women, the teenagers that are listening tonight, Father God, that you would give them daily bread, that you would take care of their needs and provide for them, Father. Lord, not only their physical and financial needs, not only their healing needs and their emotional and relational needs, their marriage needs, their parent-child relationship needs, whatever need they have in their life, Father, you said you are an ever-present help, that we could call out to you and you would answer us. So, Father, right now we call out and we reach out in agreement, Father, and we declare your kingdom is coming and your will is being done, that you're conforming these men and women into your image and you're raising them up, Father. You said the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us. Because he's anointed us to proclaim the gospel, to proclaim the good news, to to bind up the brokenhearted, to set free the captives, to open the eyes of the blind, to give beauty for ashes and the oil of joy for mourning, that the garment of praise is coming instead of the spirit of heaviness, instead of that, that, that oppressive, depressive, heavy spirit, we can have a spirit of freedom. Your yoke is easy and your burden is light, Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for a freedom and a liberty that only comes through your spirit and by your Holy Spirit. So, Father, right now we pray for every guest in the in the chat room, every thing we pray for. Looks like we've got Mary Ann, Patriot Greg, Put Yahweh First, Walk on Water, JC Overcomer Ministries. We've got all in the service. we got a guest, uh, 19509. Handful of you. Right now we want to bless you and speak life over you, speak health over you, speak abundance and a spirit of excellence over your life, that whatever you put your hand to would prosper, that God would add to you and multiply whatever he leads you into would be blessed, and you would be blessed going in, and you'd be blessed coming out. So we just declare right now in the name of Jesus the blessing of the Lord to overtake you, that the character of Christ would be formed in you. And that's what we're all about. You know, we believe that through the power of the Word of God, your life will be changed. We believe that through the power of the presence of the Holy Spirit, there's a tangible, there's a tangible physical presence of God. Okay, the Holy Spirit is real. He's moving in the earth, and He is moving in might and moving in power. You know, the Bible says that God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to to the power that works in us, or according to the power that works in you. 
And you need to ask yourself, how much power is working in you? How full are you? Are you full of God? Are you full of it? And that's the question. Because there's a lot of people out there, they're full of something, and it may not be God. But the deal is, this is the deal. The Bible says you'll judge a tree by its fruit. And if the Spirit of Christ be in you, if you love God, you'll keep his commandments. And listen, if you love God and you walk according to the Spirit, listen, there's going to be a a spiritual fruit that comes out of your life. If you plant an apple seed in the ground, you're going to get an apple tree, provided everything's nourished and nurtured and and watered and well-kept and, you know, you take care of all the pests. And it's the same way in your life. If you'll let the corruptible seed of the word of God get down on the inside of you, and if that seed will get down on the inside of you and take root, if you'll get rooted and grounded in the word and rooted and grounded in love, and you'll allow the the spirit and the presence of God and the water of the word to wash you and water you, then listen, those seeds of God that he's planted into your heart will come to fruition. Those seeds will spring up a harvest. Okay? And so tonight we're talking about letting the the Word and letting the Spirit of God control your life. You know, uh, there's a lot of people with a lot of things to say out there. There's a lot of people speaking doctrines of of demons, speaking itching ear doctrines, tickling the ears of man, just, you know, uh, rather than preaching the truth. The Bible says we're supposed to preach the truth. And we're supposed to preach it in love. That we're to contend for the faith. And listen, if you'll begin to read this Bible, you know, remember, and I want to say one thing, we believe in the Word, okay, and we promote the Word of God, but more so than the Bible, we're promoting Jesus Christ, and we're promoting the Holy Spirit, we're promoting the Father God, the God of the universe, the one true God. That's who we're promoting. That's who we're proclaiming. And even if you read the Bible, nobody in the Bible glorified the Bible. Nobody in the Bible, you know, preached about the Bible for the Bible's sake. They preached Christ. They preached the cross. They preached the Father God. They preached by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible was there for their learning, for their doctrine, for their education, for their understanding of God. But it wasn't the end of it. It wasn't the the bottom line. The bottom line was relationship with Christ. The bottom line is an interactive, living relationship with the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ. The Bible says the kingdom of God is within you. And so we just want to encourage you, no matter how deep and how rich your study of the Word is, if your study of the Word is not bringing you into an encounter with the Holy Spirit, into an encounter with the love of God, into an encounter with His presence and His peace, if it's not changing you on the inside, producing the character and the fruit of God inside of your life, then we really question, what, what is it? Because, see, like we said, the Bible says you'll judge a tree by its fruit. And when God's at work, you'll see the fruit of the Spirit in your life. When God's changing a man or changing a woman, you'll see the character of Christ or the image of Christ formed in them. So praise God. You know, I just want to thank you guys that are in the chat room. My chatting slows down when I'm in here, uh, when I'm sharing. 
of course, I got in late today. Normally, I'm in there when Sean's sharing his heart, and I'm, I'm going back and forth praying and just sharing my heart with others. Um, but I'm glad to see we've got different people in there tonight sharing, getting to know each other, connecting. You know, that's one thing we want to say on this program. We're not about lifting up our radio program. We're not about lifting up Chris Herzog or Sean Holmberg. We're about lifting up Jesus Christ. We're about glorifying God through the Holy Spirit according to the Bible. And, you know, we want to promote those that are promoting the gospel. If you've got a radio program, if you've got a ministry, if you've got some kind of thing going, let us know about it so we can tell others about it. Okay, we can only handle a couple hours a night on Blog Talk Radio, along with the jobs that we work and the ministries we've got going on and the churches we work in and the uh, families that we're taking care of. We've got a lot going on. But listen, if we all pull together and, and we can all cover a 24-7 spot on the air with, with Blog Talk Radio or Skype or ministry webpages and literally create a 24-hour prayer chain, not only with our ministry, but other ministries out there. That's our, that's our goal here. Prayer International, we're trying to raise up a, an awareness of prayer, an awareness of the Word of God, and get people praying and standing in the gap for the nation, standing in the gap for Jerusalem and Israel, standing in the gap in this season for Japan and what they're going through, believing that this crisis is going to bring an opportunity for the gospel of Jesus Christ to come into Japan and really be effective and bear fruit, and fruit that remains. And so we are proclaiming Jesus on this show, guys. And if you want to get involved, if you want to pray with us, if you want to find out the opportunities that we have for prayer and and different things that we have going on, um, check us out. You know, definitely check us out and see what we got going on. And, um, you know, we started... We put up our website probably, I guess, the end of December and started doing some video stuff around, you know, December, January. Had some issues with it. And we prayed and the Lord worked it out where in at the end of February, the beginning of March, basically, um, we found out about Blog Talk Radio. And I'll tell you what, it has opened up a door for us for ministry connections and contacts and our Christian uh, family is growing now not only in the Texas area, but all over the nation and the nations of the world. Since we've done our website, we have contacted probably about 25 different nations and countries. Uh, Since we've done Blog Talk Radio, I know we've been in probably 30 different states, connected with people in about 30 different states. And, um, you know, uh, Poland and Canada, even on Blog Talk Radio. So it's been a blessing. It's really neat to see what God's doing and how he's connecting, we want to encourage you guys. Look, if God's put a dream in your heart, if God's given you an assignment, if God's told you, you know, to do a certain thing, step out in faith and be bold. Look, you're the one that God wants to use in this end time. Whether you're a man, a woman, a child, a teenager, whether you're a minister or whether you're a businessman, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a you're unemployed and just at home praying right now, believing God for bigger things. Wherever you're at in the process of your life and whoever you are, listen, if you're a child of the king, God has called you to be a person of influence. God has called you to be a person of leadership no matter where you're at or what you're doing. And I think we need to realize that 
that we're kingdom people. God called us to be the head and not the tail. God calls you to be the lender and not the borrower. Did you realize that? Why is it that so many times we see the world prospering, we see the world stepping up, we see the world seems like they've got things going on better than the people that are in the house of God and the people that are staying faithful. And I think it's a lot of times because even though we believe in Jesus, a lot of times we don't work the principles that are in the word of God. And then you can take an unbeliever that doesn't even believe in Jesus but he can apply godly principles to his family, apply godly principles to his business, apply godly principles to whatever he puts his hand to, and you'll see that thing take off. And a lot of times I think we don't understand that. You know, we need to have an understanding of that. And it's this. If you know the person of Jesus, you're ready for eternity. You're ready for heaven. Okay? You're ready to have peace in your life. But if you don't work the principles of the Bible... That's what prepares you for earth. That's what provides your provision. That's what, you know, provides the wisdom that gets you into one situation or one opportunity or one door open, but it's following the word of the Lord, following the voice of the Lord. You see, we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And if you're not listening to the words that are coming out of God's mouth, then you're not experiencing the life that God has for you. You see, God says he'll hasten his word to perform it, that he will go forth and it will produce whatever he, wherever he sends it and whatever he tells it to do, it's going to go forth and it's going to produce a harvest because God is true and he's not a liar. He's not a man that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent. But when God declares something, it, it is so. The promises of God are yes and amen in him. And he's not slack concerning his promises, and I'm here to tell you, ministers of the gospel, children of the Most High God, uh, men and women that are listening tonight that you don't even know if you know God or what it's all about. Listen, God has a plan for your life, and the blessing of the Lord maketh the rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. And we're not just talking about finances, although that's part of it. But we're talking about being rich in your spirit, being rich in peace, being rich in love, being rich in relationships. Being rich in wisdom. You see, there's a spirit of excellence that comes through the impartation of the Holy Spirit. When God does something, he does it excellent. He's not half-witted about anything he does. In fact, if he tells you before you build a tower to consider the cost, okay, don't you think that he's a God that, that he's already thought through everything before he spoke and declared and decided? course. Praise God. Listen, we want to be a prayer outreach to you guys. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we're uh, on the face-to-face program. Right now, we've got about 25 minutes left of our broadcast. We're about to go into a time of worship. Give some people a chance to call in if they want to. Uh, email in if you have prayers. Of course, you can... Uh, Check different things out. You know, get involved with some of these ministers and ministries that are in the chat room. We want to keep you guys in prayer. Um, we're going to try to see what's going on here um, as far as some of the information. Of course, email us, prayerinternational at gmail.com. And that way we can find out, you know, what's going on with everybody. 
you can get on our website, or you can send us messages. You know, if you connect with friends or following us on Blog Talk Radio, of course you can always send us an email or an inbox message, and we'll, we're usually pretty good about responding to it within a couple of days. And so usually the next day or even the same day, but it just depends on what's going on and where things are going for, for those days. So, Anyways, we're going to go into a time of worship. This is Prayer International Radio. Give us a call, 619-638-8458. And I noticed we got quite a few people in the chat room. Just want to thank you guys. Uh, we're going to be back in there. I'm going to be back in there and just gathering some info and staying in touch with people. Just want to thank you again. Again, we want to bless you guys. Listen, check out these other ministries, okay? Get on Blog Talk Radio. Go to the Blog Talk Radio profiles and check these names out. Walk on water. Put Yahweh first. H. Craig. Mary Ann. Okay? J.C. Overcomer Ministries. And all in the service. Oh, Lord, of course, there's a guest in there, too. I don't know if you've got a show or not, but if you do, God bless you. But listen. Everyone that's on, that has a ship, be supportive of these other ministers. Contact them. Pray for them. If you've got the schedule where you can actually listen to their shows and get involved, try. Okay? If you're busy, we, you know, that's understandable. We all have things going on. But it'd be wonderful to see all these ministries take off. It'd be wonderful to see these ministries become prayer-based and Bible-based and really reach out and form a hedge and a prayer chain and a, where we can actually cover... You know, the globe 24-7, if people need prayer or truth or ministry or counseling or connections or a church, wherever they're at, we can figure out how to get these people plugged in. So if that's your heart, look, if it's in your heart to get these people plugged in, if it's in your heart to get these people plugged into the kingdom of God, get them plugged into the word of God and get them filled up with the spirit of God, realize, look, in Nehemiah's day, everybody grabbed a trowel and a sword, and they began to build, and they began to fight their little section of the wall in front of their little spot. And everybody did their part to build their part of the wall in their little spot, and then it all joined and connected together. And it's the same way. We're here to build a net, whether it's on the Internet, and we build a net, a network, to so bring in the harvest that way, or we do it through Blog Talk Radio or Skype, or we do it through actual prayer meetings, physical locations where we can meet and have conferences and, and prayer meetings and small groups and church services. However we do it, God wants 24-7 worship. He wants 24-7 prayer. He does not slumber or sleep, and he wants continual prayer and night and day incense going up to the throne room of God. He wants your prayers and your worships going up 24-7 continually fire burning on the altar. And we're doing our best to make that happen. You know, praying is hard work. Plowing is hard work. And you ministers know this. There's nothing glorious. Sometimes just having a handful of people pray in cold turkey with no music and no worship and no hard work. But sometimes it's necessary. And then sometimes there are those glory times when you get caught up in exuberant worship and and you really have a, a presence and a, and a thing going on, that's wonderful. So the bottom line is, is we've got to dig wells. We've got to dig. We've got to uncap spiritual wells, and we have to, you know, pray and pray. And, and it's like taking an axe to a tree. you got to chop away at it, chop away at it, chop away at it in faith. And I'm 
not talking about begging God. I'm talking about approaching God in confidence, but being consistent and persistent in prayer. See, there's a consistency and a persistency in prayer that will bring a momentum. Once you get that rhythm going, once you start sawing or you start hacking away at a tree, once you get so far through the center of it, eventually it just starts breaking on its own. It starts letting go on its own. The weight of it, its own weight starts to pull. That momentum starts to go. Next thing you know, you're chopping that tree down or sawing that tree down and you're getting some breakthrough. And prayer is the same way. You've got to knock and keep on knocking, seek and keep on seeking, ask and keep on asking. Listen, you're going to find God's going to answer you and the doors are going to open if you're persistent in your prayer life and if you approach him in faith. You've got to believe that he is. You've got to have faith. This is the one thing that pleasures God. You want to know how to please God? Be a person of faith. Believe God's word. Do you want to know how to offend God and and upset God and and break his heart? Doubt him. Ignore his word. Disobey his word. Okay, is there mercy and grace in the cross? Yes. Is there forgiveness through the blood of Jesus? Yes, there is. But why would you want to keep breaking your father's heart? I mean, in the natural, did you want to break your parents' heart or your spouse's heart? Or the person that you love break their heart over and over and over and keep on doing it? No. And so it's the same way with the Lord. And I'm not trying to be legalistic. I'm not trying to condemn anybody. I'm not putting on anybody, okay? Look, there's freedom in the spirit. God's a loving God. He's a loving father. He's not going to beat you with a stick like a ruler, like a dictator. He's a loving father. If you don't believe that, read the story about the prodigal son. He's a loving father. If you don't believe that, why would Jesus say, I will in wise net? And no wife cast you out. Nothing can separate you from my love. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's his good pleasure. It pleasures him. It pleasures God to give you the kingdom. Well, praise God. Well, hey, I, I'm watching, I'm looking, I'm looking at the the top and the chat going on in the chat room. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You guys hook up. You guys get to know each other. Become the body of Christ. Fellowship. Connect. Look, the Bible says we're living stones. We're living stones. We're supposed to be fit together to to build a habitation of the living God by the Spirit. Look, God doesn't dwell in temples made of human hands, although he visits us in our churches and he visits us in our homes. But he doesn't dwell there. He dwells in the hearts of his people. The kingdom of God is within you. And the only way you're going to have an experience, the only way God's going to show up is he inhabits the praise and the prayers of his people. When two or more are gathered, he's in their midst. And we're to become living stones fit together to to actually form a holy habitation of the living God where his spirit can rise, grow, and increase. He wants his spirit. He wants his presence. He wants the anointing of God to rise, grow, and increase. The glory of God, it's God's will to cover the whole earth with his glory. To cover the whole earth with his glory. That's what he wants to be. And not just his glory, but the knowledge of his glory. He wants people to know him. It's about intimacy. It's about having a knowledge of God. Praise God. Listen, we're going to take a quick praise break. You know, a lot of radio stations, they take a commercial break. Here we take a praise break. We we share the word, pray, 
teach, preach, whatever, whatever we're doing, and then we take a praise break because we want to keep it. We want to keep our focus. We want to keep our focus on God. Uh, it's not about what we have to say. It's not about what we have to teach or preach. It's about what God is doing in the earth and what God is speaking and what His Spirit is doing. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by the Spirit of the Lord. So praise God on that note. We are going to go into a time of worship and just do what the Lord has for us. And uh, it's been really good. It's been good to spend time with God. Praise the Lord.
All right, praise God, we're back. And uh, just take a little praise break there. And uh, just wanted to see what was going on in the chat room and take some time to kind of refocus a little bit. Praise God, listen, tonight we're just sharing our hearts. Uh, sometimes we've got a theme or a thesis or a subject. Sometimes we don't. We just kind of let loose and let the Holy Spirit go with it wherever He wants to. But um, a lot of times we'll take chapters of the Word of God and just go through it. And so there's different formats, different ways we do things here on our program. It just depends on the day, depends on what the Lord's speaking, and you know what what we feel like He wants to do. But I'll tell you what. More than anything, we're always going to have a prayer focus, and so. You know, I want to leave this time open. Um, we've had some different prayer requests come in today. Um, wanted to lift up a few of those. And also, if there's any more or anybody else who wants to call in, feel free, 619-638-8458. Feel free to go to the phone and call in. We're going to have a 1-800 number up probably by the end of the weekend, I hope. We're having some issues with that, so hopefully we'll get that worked out. As soon as we do, we'll post it on the website. If you have any other prayer requests and you don't want to go to the phone or you do not want to get in the chat room, you can always email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And so uh, we'll be posting our info up in the chat room. Actually, right now I'm going to go ahead and put that up there for everybody um, just so you know what's going on there. Um, If you need our info or you want our information, we'll have it posted in the chat room. Otherwise, you can always go uh, org, And, of course, you can contact us on our email at prayerinternational.gmail.com. Ah, praise God. So, like I said, it's hard for me to read the, the chat room and talk to this on. Um, I know that's not really an excuse, but it's just how it is. So uh, it's hard for me to multitask sometimes. Anyways, praise God. So, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and uh, we're going to wrap it up. We just want to encourage you in this. Look, the Bible says you have the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead that dwells in you. Now, Jesus said he was going to go to the Father, and when he did, he's going to send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. And that when the Holy Spirit comes, he will give you boldness to be witnesses. He will lead you into all truth. He will remind you of all things that the Father has said. Okay? And not only that, but he will empower you. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you to anoint you, to set the captives free, to heal the sick, to cast out devils, to raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, freely receive, freely give. And this was the charge that came from Christ himself. This did not come from some Pentecostal charismatic, you know, preacher. Although we have nothing against charismatic or Pentecostal preachers. We've got nothing against Baptist or Methodist preachers for that matter. We we love the body of Christ. But what we do know is Jesus charged us that his gospel is coming in power and demonstration. The gospel that Jesus taught, I'm sorry, can't speak tonight. The gospel that Jesus taught, the gospel that Jesus preached, was not in word only. It was empowering demonstration. Now, I will say this. There were times when Jesus would enter into a town, and the Bible itself would say Jesus could do no miracles because of their unbelief. Now, realize this. Jesus himself was reduced 
to a teaching ministry because the unbelief of the townspeople or the unbelief of the people he was speaking to. In fact, when he went to raise the girl from the dead and say, wake up, he had to actually get everybody out of the room that had no faith. He had to remove everybody that had no faith in order for that faith, in order for that atmosphere, in order for that miracle to happen. And we're talking about Jesus here. So sometimes we wonder why miracles don't happen, wonder why after all our preaching we still don't see the stuff, wonder why we've met with other believers and prayed and we didn't see it happen. Listen, a lot of times it may be the climate, the the spiritual climate. It may be the doubt or unbelief or the fear. It may be, uh, you know, just a lack of prayer. It may take fasting and prayer to get some of those things out. You know, it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. It's the Spirit of God that does the work. It's not by mind, it's not by power, but it's the Holy Spirit. And if we don't become dependent on the Holy Spirit, okay, we're not going to see the works of God, we're not going to see the things of God manifest the way he intends for it to. Like we said, it's according to the power that works in you. The question is, is how much of God's power are you going to allow into your life, and how much of God's power are you going to allow out through your life See, if he can get his spirit to you, he can get his spirit through you. If he can get money to you, he can get money through you. You see, you are in the earth to be an extension of the hands of Jesus, to be an extension of the feet of Jesus, to be an extension of the mouthpiece of Jesus. So, hey, right now, let's go ahead and shift gears. We want to pray. Look, I see some stuff in here uh, for prayer. Looks like we've got a eight-year-old named Jacqueline has cancer in her leg, and she needs to eat, and she needs to be completely healed. We need to pray that the effects of the chemotherapy do not, uh, you know, mess her up. But we just declare in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we just pray for this girl. We pray for this little girl, Jacqueline, right now. We pray that she's healed in the name of Jesus. We just declare all cancer come out of her in Jesus' name. Right? In the name of Jesus, we declare that by the stripes of Jesus, she is healed. Look, God is a healer. His One of his names is Jehovah Rope. He said that by his word, by his stripes, you're healed. A healing is the children's bread. So right now, everyone that believes for healing, I want you to join in faith, and I want you to pray for Jacqueline. I want you to pray that she gets out of pain, I want you to pray that the doctors have wisdom. I want you to pray that this cancer is eradicated from her body and that she's a testimony to the living God. So right now we rebuke pain and we say be free of pain and be free of this cancer in Jesus' name. Now right now we want to pray for anybody that's got a terminal illness. Listen, we have gotten reports. We know God's healing allergies. We know God's healing asthma. We know God's healing heart conditions, lung conditions. Why? We're getting reports. We're getting Facebook reports, email reports, chat room reports. God is healing people by his Holy Spirit through the spoken word, through the power of agreement and prayer. And it's not people. It's Jesus doing it. Now, God uses people, and we believe in that. But it's Jesus that's doing the healing. So right now we speak against the infirmity. We speak against that spirit of infirmity, spirit of affliction, spirit of disease, the spirit of death. And we bind you off of these people, every man, woman, child, and teenager tonight. We bind you off of them in Jesus' name. We lift up our friend Misty that we're praying for right now. Uh, She's going through a situation. She needs her heart and her brain to be totally whole. 
The doctors have told her that she needs more electricity in her heart. She needs uh, the situation in her brain to come better. She got food poisoning, and right now we're believing in the name of Jesus, no food poisoning, no brain condition, no heart condition. In Jesus' name, your heart has electricity. Your brain is functioning properly, and we speak life over you. Now, right now, we pray for Jason to be healed of tuberculosis, and we speak freedom. We say, be whole in the name of Jesus. We pray for another Jason who's going through a cancer, spirit, spirit of a destruction. We bind you in the name of Jesus, and we bind this cancer. Now, we pray for Aunt Judy. Our Aunt Judy, or my wife's aunt, is going through a cancer situation, too, and we've seen God deliver her from other things. And praise God, this is just one more situation we're going to have to walk her through. But we have faith in the Lord. We trust God. And I'm here to tell you, look, fight. Dig your heels in and fight. Don't accept the doctor's reports. Don't accept the reports of man. Don't. Look, the way that your season turns out is is determined by who and what you choose to believe. You can choose to believe the report of the Lord, or you can choose to believe the report of man. And we choose to believe the report of the Lord. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we want to bless everybody going through a terminal situation in their bodies. We speak wholeness and health over their bodies. Everyone going through something in their mind, we speak peace over your mind. Peace. Be free of anxiety. And have the peace of God, which rules and reigns over the heart. It's all understanding in your mind. Right now, we declare new heart, new lungs, new mental capacity, blessed marriage right now in Jesus' name. We pray over every marriage right now. We pray, pray over every relationship that it be ordained of God and in godly order. And, Father, right now we bless every minister and ministry on this program tonight, Father. As we're wrapping this up, Father, I pray your will be done in your kingdom come. Father, I pray, Lord God, you'd bless every man and every woman in ministry, every man and woman that's coming into your kingdom, every man and woman that's backslidden, that, that's away from you, even backslidden ministers that feel like they have no hope. We pray that they be restored and healed and go forward to do the things of God in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we just thank you. You're a good God. Father, we thank you that you love us. Father, we thank you that you sent Jesus. We thank you for the blood of Christ, the blood of Jesus. Listen, the only way you're getting into heaven is by the blood of Jesus. And I'm declaring that. I don't care where you're from or what you think, but the word of God says from Genesis to Revelation, it's about the blood. It's about the blood. And we are applying, declaring that blood tonight over your lives. And so we just pray the will of God be done and the kingdom of God come in your lives. And just as it is in heaven, we pray so let it be in the earth today. We just ask the blessings of God over you. We pray for our Facebook family, our blog talk radio family. Those of you join us on Prayer International, www.prayerinternational.org. And we just thank you for, for joining us tonight. And we so we just thank you again. We're going to be back tomorrow night. Sean will be on. I'll be on. The Holy Spirit will be on. Hopefully we'll have some people call in and join with us. Feel free. If you have something in your heart that's burning, call in and share a word. Send your information, your website, ministry information, whatever you've got, and we'll get in touch with you. We'll figure out a way to touch base with you. Get into our email and send us an email at prayerinternational at gmail.com. May you guys be blessed. Go forward in the peace of God and in the faith of the Lord Jesus. We pray that you bear much fruit and that you have a blessed and wonderful night, and we'll see you again tomorrow night. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and God bless you.